How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Drew Estate Cigar Studios for episode 179 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube, and if you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to How About That Cigar when you drive down the road, when you work out, whatever it is you do, when you listen to your favorite audio podcast, thanks so much for making How About That Cigar a part of it. And we are here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios talking this week about the new uh, Blackened American Whiskey M81 by Drew Estate. The yeah, exploration yeah. into the deepest, darkest, and heaviest depths of the mystical Maduro leaf. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate presents a journey through different Maduro leaves, starting with a thick and oily San Andreas Mm. Maduro wrapper, followed by a thick and meaty Meaty. Connecticut River Valley broadleaf Maduro binder, and finally a blend of Nicaraguan and Pennsylvania broadleaf Maduro tobaccos. Naughty. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate will be presented in beautiful copper-accented black 20-count boxes and will debut in a 5x50 Robusto. 6x52 Toro, 7x50 Corona Doble, and a 5x43 Corona. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com. So I don't really, I don't think there's any sports stuff we need to talk about this week. So let's move right. We don't have to stretch. What what is that? Stretch a little bit. What is that you're wearing? Is Is that a semi pro team? Let's talk about the <laughs> NFC North division <sighs> leading Minnesota Vikings. We don't we don't have to talk about that. No. I mean, I'm just saying we don't we, we don't have to. I'll just I'll say that. <laughs> we're 7 and 1 and we're lucky to be there because uh I don't think we're as good as our record is either that or our coach is truly a genius that nobody sees but I don't see that. Uh we have uh, barely pulled off some wins, and don't get me wrong, I am grateful to be in the position we're in, and it looks like the Vikings will probably walk away with the division. Most likely, yeah. Um, but we will be one and done in the playoffs. That's my well, well, I don't know. I mean, the Packers are a disaster. Yeah. They're an absolute embarrassment. They're a disaster. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. man. Detroit. Aaron Rodgers is playing like shit. Oh, um, the receivers are playing like shit. They can't. I mean, he doesn't have anybody. To they're they're not time to they're throw. not giving the ball to Aaron Jones in the red zone. And how many times has Lafleur said we need to give the rock to Aaron Jones more, and then it never happened? Well, who's who's calling the plays? I mean, he if he's saying they need to give the ball to Aaron Jones in the red zone more, and he's the one calling the plays. I know. I I don't know. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. So so here's something to think about in the NFL right now for your, your starting quarterbacks in, in a number of notable starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Matt Stafford, defending world champion quarterback. Three and five record. Yeah. Russell Wilson, three and five record. Yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. four and five record. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, three and six. Wow. Kirk Cousins, seven and one. Jalen Hurts, eight and oh. The world doesn't make sense anymore. The world, uh, it, the world is upside down. We have, we have now crossed over into like a parallel dimension, where where up is down and down is up, and the Vikings are good and the Packers suck. I will say that, and I don't want to, I don't want to live there. <laughs> I did not see Jalen Hurts 
doing what he has done. I am really impressed. The, the team guy. overall has been playing Fantastic. really well. Um, I just, if you're an Eagles fan, God bless you. But uh, um, the one that surprises me the most this year, my my biggest, who's your biggest surprise team that's doing? The that Giants, is, the New York Giants. Okay, and for me, it's the Jets. And they've they've been doing fine, but the the New York Giants surprised me more just because of where they came from last season. No, yeah, I yeah. Um, it's either one of those yeah. teams for me. Um, uh, and also, uh, so Minnesota Wild. We and this is our first show in two weeks because we took Halloween off last week. Um, and at the time, the Wild were really struggling, terrible, and now they're they've pretty much evened it up. They've they're five and six through eleven games. They're playing better. They made a ton of line adjustments. I think that's going to make a difference going forward. We'll see. Um, sadly, the Phillies lost the World Series. I was really I pulling for <clears throat> for the Phillies to win the World Series. Um, I think I was more, uh, and I don't. I'm not a. I'm not one of those people that roots for teams to lose. But when it comes to some of the players on the Houston Astros, I was rooting for them to lose. I'm not going to lie. Yep, but I'm happy that Dusty Baker won a World Series. I am too. Why do um, I look homeless right now? <laughs> you don't look homeless. You look, you look uh, tra- traveled. You look, you look like you've been around the world and there back again. That's a little. And woke up in the in the empty empty semi trailer behind a mattress factory. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. The methadone clinic? That's well, maybe. <laughs> well, let's uh let's jump into our special uh special guests. Oh, do we have special guests? We absolutely have special guests this week awesome. on episode 179. And as always, on How About That Cigar Live, special guests are brought to us by our friends at Corona Cigar Company. Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars made with Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz knew it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Tampa, Lake Mary, and a new location coming soon to Sarasota. To learn more, visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please join us, put your hands together, and welcome to episode 179 of How About That Cigar Live from Amendola Family Cigar Company, Jeffrey Amendola and Chris Monaco. Guys, welcome back to the show. What's going What's on, up, fellas? Hey. What's up? Hey, good to have you guys back on. These fucking guys. This- huh? <laughs> look at this. Look at this guy. Looks like a bum over there. Man, <laughs> like the Unabomber, like a Jack a Ratchet Unabomber over there. <laughs> Put some gel in your hair. Come on. <laughs> Where's your hair uh, gel? Yeah, I, you know, hair gel. That's one that I haven't had in a long ass. We time. can tell. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Clearly. 
Nothing but love here. Nothing but love. It's a, it is a style that you have going on it right is. now. I don't know what style it is, but it is a style. I mean, when you wear a jersey, you just kind of got to. Yeah, when you wear a jersey, you just let it all go. Yeah. It's but, like the most interesting man in the world, like, going wrong, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The most interesting I, man. I love you, guy. You know, fuck plus, oh, I know, brother. Plus cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the. <laughs> on the plastic covered sofa of my trailer. <laughs> All right. So Jeff, bro, yes. we had an awesome time here in the, in the Twin Cities. Um, we did. Bro, it was a blast having you, you come up and uh, do some events and uh, do some shop runs and stuff. Number one. Good food. Number one food, food in the Twin Cities. What was it? Wait, number one what? Food. What was the best food you had here? Uh, the uh, Asian spot. What was that? Oh, Trey Chow. My pho. Ooh, yeah. Oh, you went to that, that pho. That was, yeah. for, that was, um, that phenomenal. Was really it was phenomenal. <laughs> and it was, it was just, it was the perfect time. I don't know. It was just right. It was great. Dope. And uh, real quick, what are you guys? Uh, so, uh, Chris, what are you smoking tonight? I'm actually smoking. I'm actually smoking a Pedrino. I'm on the butt end of the Pedrino. Oh yeah, and, uh, and then I got a cannoli on deck, a red cannoli on deck. So, and Jeff, what do you got? Uh, I'm actually um, smoking a uh, test blend. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about that later. I think we will. Uh, I am also smoking a Padrino, and I'll tell the story about this after uh, after we get Matt all gonna, up here. I'm going to fire up the especial. Delicious. Mm. Mm. All right, all right. Let's hit the toast cam. When lighting your cigar, it is important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dumbarton is a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, you did a phenomenal job there toasting. Is that you? No. That was Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt, you sounded uh, very, very professional. Very, very oh, professional. A phenomenal, like phenomenal a gentleman. job there. Classy, Look at that. pal. Classy. Look at that toast he did. You guys were a big deal. Do you know we're a big deal? You are a big deal. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> I mean, what sure. do you think? <laughs> Come on. Well, I want to um, I want to talk to you a little bit briefly because you talked about the food in the Twin Cities when Jeff was up yeah. here for a visit. And, oh. you know, when you, when you go from one city to another, you never know what you're going to find when it comes to different styles of food, whether it's Asian food, Italian food, Greek food, whatever kind of food it is. And did you were you able to find acceptable Italian food in the Twin Cities I was just going to say that we didn't have Italian food, but uh gary took me to the i forget the name of the just like the market the italian bro that cannoli was really good like it was so fresh and it still had that like 
uh, I love when the um, yeah, but it's like kind of gritty. It's grain, yeah. not gritty, grainy. Like yeah. it was like freshly whipped. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Oh yeah, that was phenomenal. And, and, the, uh, and the market, I, the market there is fantastic. Yeah, that was just a cool vibe. Um, I was actually trying to go back there later that night just to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that walk down the street from my hotel, but yeah, it was just a couple blocks from his hotel that he was staying yeah. at. I ended up uh, getting so they have a, a basically this little cooler that you can do a pizza kit. They've got the dough that That's they right. made fresh that day, pepperoni, you know, all the different meats and uh, the mozzarella, 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 mozzarella. No. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, look, at him. look at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! I'm saving what that. Little clip. I'm saving yeah, that little clip. That is good. <laughs> but I made a I made a pizza on the grill the next uh, night, and it was fantastic. Oh, it looked oh. good. That looked really good, actually. So the I I went back and I looked, and the last time we had because we've we've talked to you at trade shows since the last time you were on the big show, but the yeah. The, the last time we had both of you on the big uh, Monday night show that we're doing right now was way back in April of 2021, episode 105. Wow. That's right. Okay. Overdue. So it's been a minute. Yeah, so it's, it's been, been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. And um, so I, I want a quick reminder. When, what was the date that the brand Amadolis Family Cigar Company actually launched? Uh, the relaunch? Yeah. The it was like uh, what? February, 19, 19. 19, we did the relaunch. Okay. That's when we yeah rebranded. The, the, it was like February, March of um, no. It was it was twenty, right? Yeah. COVID. Oh, oh well, no. Well, we start. Okay, no. So we we started in twenty. We basically started actually. 19, yeah, yeah, re, yeah. In twenty twenty, relaunched like the brand. Yes, yes. In twenty twenty, right when COVID hit. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, because I remember now. That's right. That's when we changed everything. And then yeah, right yeah. when we were about to do everything and drop everything, that's when COVID hit and fucked our world up. <laughs> we were like, holy yeah. shit, now what? You know, right at the worst time. But it worked out good for us. It worked out good for us in a, in well, a way because it, it gave us the time to regroup. So Yeah, and, yeah. and looking looking back at, you know, the, the hurdles you had to jump over because of COVID and all the other bullshit that was going on in the world then, and over these last two years, two and a half years, almost three, what, what's been, you know, some of the, the lessons learned, some of the surprises that you guys have, have found along the way, you know, since, since relaunching all this. <laughs> you want to start a, with that question? That's a loaded question. Take that one. <laughs> Go ahead, pal. Um, well, I mean, listen, one thing, you know, that never goes away is obviously the passion. You know, we love this shit, you know, you know, whether we're doing it, you know, as a business, but even if we didn't, like we, we just love cigars. We love shooting the shit, talking cigars. And that's obviously, obviously hasn't changed. But one thing, I don't want to say anything that's changed, but, but we've definitely learned, um, you know, to roll with the punches more, whereas in the beginning, you know, you're so gung-ho and, and you're so uh, motivated because, you know, you have, you know, potential customers and, 
that like you think that everything's always going to run smoothly and then like now me being in this business you know what four years you know um you know still having a lot to learn but still in my you know feeling that i've also learned a lot in the process uh you know definitely kind of go with the go with the flow more shit's gonna happen people you know you're gonna have to deal with it that's part of the business um you know and uh, just make the best of a bad situation and try to you know you know you you know that the people that have been with you and have been supporting us know what we're about and know that we try to do the best and bring the best best product um that we can but they also you know understand and are you know that this is a business and that we don't have total control over everything you know we, we have a lot of you know we, we it's up to our factory partners and and shipping and you know there's a lot of uh logistical things that are involved it's not just like you know picking up a phone placing an order and then it's just going to be here um this business is a lot harder than it looks uh like jeff said you know it's, it's, you gotta be you know you know we've said this a hundred times you know this thing's a marathon it's not a sprint you know and you gotta know uh you know when to kind of just go with the punches realize that you know problems are going to happen it's how you react to them if you're able to take care of them and fix it because things aren't going to always go smoothly and if you could not if you can get to the point where you're not going to stroke out because i've been there ask jeff you know you both know me i i, I you know that's like I, I force little, pills I, I, down I, his throat to stay alive i start losing i'm like what the fuck i start getting <laughs> mad i start throwing shit and getting angry but it's like you know like you like you can't go to to ten, uh, you know. Any, I can't do it anymore because it doesn't change. It doesn't change things. That's not going to help uh, fix the problem. So, if anything, for myself, I've definitely learned that too. You know, to like tone it down a little bit. Understand, you know, that people are trying their best and shit happens. And you know, you try to, you gotta, you know, show your ball sometimes. Is you gotta let people know, like, listen, you know, this is, is a business, and like, you know mistakes can't keep on happening right. <laughs> you know like right um you know that that's unacceptable but we are we're listen we're a smaller company you know we're not backed by a big investor we're not you know 50 years been in business with family like, you know we're gonna have to deal with with the the you know we're gonna have our bumps to have to take our bumps and bruises man you know and and yeah. deal with it and 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 you know to, uh, it's just the way it goes so. to tag on to that um like Chris was saying, you know, we came out real strong that first year, even through COVID. We did the our first trade show at the PCA in um, 2021, and, um, and we were it, it, everything was hot, man. We were just moving; it was like nonstop. But then I, there was one point uh, where we did have a little. We almost had to take a step back, not a step back per se, but um, some production issues, some little things, logistical things. That we almost kind of had to like, all right, let's take a step back because we got to stop selling. Like we were, our sales were growing higher or faster than, than what we produce or well, get here. You know what I mean? So we had to learn that, like how to, all right, uh, we kind of have to play off our our sales with our production times and um, figure out, all right, we need to make more cigars next time because we're selling this. Blah, blah, blah. Learning curves, you know, but it was good because that's how you know you know you don't know unless yeah. you know and uh we figured it out and we're still here rocking and roll you just gotta, you just gotta be able to maneuver man you know yeah. and oh, it's not sure. always what people are going to want to hear you're not always going to make everybody happy we're trying our best you know but what, what we're able to physically do on our own like that's one thing i tell any customers if they can't get product or 
I'm like, listen, just so you know, I'm doing the best that I possibly can. You know, I'm mm-hmm. leaning on the people that I can. And, you know, there's only so much, you know, that we can do. I can't get on a plane every other minute and go to Nicaragua, either can Jeff, you know, let's be, let's be real here. You know, so we do the best that we can. And, you know, it's a good thing that people want our product, you know, yeah. and our every time we do do a production, we do double it. But then by the time we double it and get it back, it's all now we have to triple it. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. kind of like, so it's good you know, though. It's, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but you know, it's, you know, we, we're, you know, a big proponent of, you know, especially, you know, as a smaller company, like I said, you know, we're self-financed. I'm a big proponent of, you know what, take little bites to get little bites to get to the top of the mountain, you know, like just as long as we're growing, take little bites, you know, with, with you know, with sales, as, as much as people, if they're getting aggravated and we can't, we can't get them product, at least we know that they want it, you know, and, and we're doing the best that we can to get it to them, you know, and, um, if we could just try to stay, get to a, a point where we're consistent in day in and day out. And that's what we're working on as far as trying to find our sweet spot for production. Because every time we think we're going to have enough, we end up fucking selling out. And we're like, holy shit, we thought this was going to last us like two, three months. And it, it, it goes quicker than that. So, um, you know, but we're doing we're doing the best that we can. And we're trying to do steady and small, small pace, you know, to, yeah. keep, to keep it moving in the right direction. So... And I know we touched on it the the last time that we had you guys both on the show. Um, right now, Jeff, this is a, a full time thing for you. You are all in um, the deal, Chris. You're date. You're a male stripper. Shipping um, <laughs> deals. Yeah, yeah, right. He's in high demand. He's in high demand. Too fat for that shit now, pal. Too fat now. <laughs> he's got all the he's got all the cougars lined up. <laughs> Uh, Chris, can you can you walk us through what you know what what are you bringing to the table for Amendola Family Cigars? Um, I handle a lot of the more to, of the business behind the scenes stuff, man. Like, so I handle a lot of the majority, you know, of logistics, production times, uh, band designs, uh, box designs, getting it printed, uh, all our UPC codes getting uh, all that material to Nicaragua. So, um, you know, fine, all the finances, our QuickBooks, our credit cards, mm. uh, our banks accounts, um, you know, and then I deal with a lot of the sales. So a lot of the bigger accounts, uh, you know, I, I deal with, I, I deal with that, like JR and our Pravada and Smoke In now and Atlantic Cigars. And, you know, so those are a lot of the big accounts that when we first linked up that I brought to the table. And then, you know, um, kind of went from, went from there, you know, like Jeff handles a lot of the, you know, um, the events, um, the tobacco, um, but we, I mean, we do every, pretty much we do everything together though. I mean, I, I, you know, we both have our strong points and, and I deal with my stuff and he deals with his stuff, but we both, when it's time, if, if we have to, you know, can step into each other's role. Um, you know, and that's the, that's the good thing. Um, but you know we have our strengths. You know Jeffy likes to go out and shake hands and kiss babies and you well, know. That was I was in the magazine. I'm a little bit more. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> I'm a little bit more. more that's, what, hey, that's what they want. I'm twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> but but, uh, but no, man, I handle a lot of the, the the stuff behind the scenes. A lot of the stuff behind the scenes that you don't see. A lot of the headaches, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> if, if you want to know the truth. 
So with your with your smoke in Atlantic Jr. situation, and and we're not uh, making a statement of good, bad, or anything. Did relationships with some of those juggernauts lead to like this oh shit moment of our eyes may have been a little bigger than our plate? Uh, no, because we're, we're getting, you know, I mean, listen, we just did the event last week for, uh, Casa de Monte Cristo, JR, the Casa, yeah, know, the Casa location. And, and, um, you know, the Carolinas. Okay. So, you know, we're working closely now, you know, that we did that. And we actually, you know, we got a lot of good feedback on that from the upper management, um, that they're looking to, because what I've been trying to do is get us into obviously Northeast Paramus, Jersey, the bigger, I mean, you know, we, if we're doing good in the Carolinas, I think we should, you know, do good in Jersey with our own people with a cigar called the cannoli. So, you know, I mean, so, you know, we've, and, we've and Florida. developed and Florida. Florida, same thing. Um, that's why I'm trying to, I'm actually doing an event with Smoke In next week at the West Palm Beach location. So we're trying to grow those, those uh, relationships, um, you know, and, and, you know, from what it looks like, we'll be able to capitalize on it you know, in due time and just keep, keep up doing what we're doing and, you know, maintaining the good relationships and, and doing the events and have them be successful. And I mean, only good things could happen from that. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the plan, you know? So, but plus, you know, listen, I also want to, you know, we have a rep, you know, we have a rep up, up your way. What? <laughs> we have a rep, yeah, <laughs> we have a rep up your way. We got, we got a rep in, in Texas. You know, we're, we do, we, we want to get into smaller mom and pop shops too. We're not just trying to do juggernauts, you know. Um, the, the real reason why that started was, you know, when I got with Jeff, Jeff, it was very local. And my thing was like, I wanted to bring it on more of a national stage. But the problem was, you know, in order to get our cigars, if you weren't local, you couldn't really get Amendola cigars. Mm -hmm. So my vision in the beginning was like, listen, you know, I had good ties with the people in Atlantic because they were family friends, you know. And then I started knocking on the doors of some of the bigger ones because uh, I wanted to have at least a little online presence. So people like out in Minnesota at the time or, you know, Kansas or they could at least, at least go online if they've heard of Amendola Family Cigars and be able to you know get them online and then eventually say if they like them enough you know i would tell people listen you you, you want them in your local shop give me the guy's name and number i'll send them samples and you know that you know that's another way you know we, we grew so um you know it, it, it's like i said this thing it's it's all about relationships it, it takes time i think we're going in the right direction um we need to obviously there's always things we could do better we're trying to do that. Uh, we're doing the best that we can um, with, what, what, with what we're working with. And uh, I think uh, I think the future is bright, and just as long as we keep on working hard and uh, keep on trying to make the make the right moves. You know, no, I don't I don't want to, you know, take over. No, go ahead. Uh, um, so after Jeff was in town um, that next week, I had Mickey Peg in town. And oh, boy. Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> Mickey's a good guy. <laughs> Uh, you know, we talked about uh, Amendola cigars a few times on that trip, and we talk about the time where we were sitting around uh, the table at TPE and having that. the Petrina, the Padrino for the first time. And um, Mickey later that night said that was the best cigar that he had at the show. 
He Campbell. told us that. He told us that when we saw him and uh, when did we see him? We saw him at Smoke uh, the Smoke Great Smoke, Smoke last the year after Smoke. the Great Smoke. Yeah, yeah we saw so him. You were there. You were in that yeah, picture. And we were there. Yeah, yeah. And that was March. Yeah, yeah. Several months later, when I was doing a thing with Mickey, he was like, bro, that Amandola is still the best cigar that I, I've had, you know, this wow. year. He reiterated awesome. that again um, on this last trip and said, it's one of the best cigars he's ever had. Wow. Yeah, just last week. So That's awesome. That's um, great. I mean, somebody like Mickey who, I mean, the guy has been around for since like uh the taft administration <laughs> um no, been in the game a minute yeah, yeah. uh the, the guy knows knows his stuff and those are high accolades and i gotta say that um so last night sitting at uh Sodi's where jeff you had an event when you were here in town yeah and the owner of the shop Good spot. yeah the owner of the shop said you know here's a a bag of cigars. Why don't you guys, you know, just, just pick out one of your cigars. And he had all these various, and I see this purple in there and I'm like, what, what is that? Is that, is it, it was a Padrino. And I I had smoked my last Padrino that I had, I don't know, like three, four months ago. And I sent Jeff, I sent you a picture. I was like, this is my last one, but I can't sit on it any longer. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, sad day. Um, And so I was like, oh I mean, you God. could always give it to a retailer and try to make a sale, but that, uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah. sorry, you go ahead. I'm just, I'm just busting. For big. <laughs> I'm, it's research. I'm doing quality control. I'm good with people. Uh, I, I couldn't resist, bro. I no, that's well, that was I gotta funny. say the, the Padrino is, is my favorite cigar that we make. I, and, and between that and the red cannoli, it's, I mean, probably my favorite because those were like honestly the first two cigars when me and jeff linked up and and really started redoing everything as far as blending and and every like just the factories that was the one cigar that you know is dear to my i'm a i'm a big connecticut broadleaf guy and we changed that that was originally uh jeffy what was that sumatra sumatra maduro a maduro sumatra and we changed that because we were like you know what we need a connecticut and i that that Size, that flavor profile that's like all day long all day every it's a day. thing that's that's my thing but now my I favorite say blend is special special yeah. that's my, more my of thing. a complex blend that is that was more jeffy's baby that was like his he you know the oscuro maduro the havano because he loves habano and that is more of a um that when we blended that, it, it that changes want, so it's, much. It's special. It's more complex. So yeah, like like that it's cigar an experience changes like all the way through. You know, where the Padrino was solid. I, it's my favorite cigar, but it's through and through. It doesn't change much. It's it's straight mm-hmm. straight power, straight flavor, flavor, chocolate cream, like anise almost like, especially on the retro hair plum. Yeah. Like, but it's like that almost all the way through. Whereas with the with the special. It changes. It progresses. It's got that spiciness, and then it gets real nutty, and you know, almost like a cocoa powder, and then kicks back up. So it's more of a journey. Whereas the Padrino is like the, you, the straight great flavor, straight from beginning to end. You know. Um, well, and we even so, said when when we were on at uh, TPE in twenty one, we were on with Coop briefly on his show, and he was asking mm-hmm. us what our what our 
what a standout a standout the tpe show was for us and we both named the especial uh that was it was it was a standout cigar from the show absolutely now rumor has it cigars are in um for both the padrino and especial but they are okay so break down where we're at now with uh with current inventory and what this next 12 months is going to look like for production levels for both the Padrino and Especial? Um, well, we're going to do, as far as production levels, that those cigars are going to be re- released once a year as like a signature series, two blends. Um, we're doubling and tripling our order, but they're going to be pretty much a one-year release. And we hope to at least next year make enough for everybody and more um and we're telling re- our retail partners now that if they want them um they've become such a uh everyone is seeking them out you know it's become a thing even in even in england um uh, we we have distribution yeah. in england and they love the special on padrino over there like they want mm-hmm. actually today they're gonna double triple their order in um overseas so we're gonna do that and then um, the cannolis and uh, Coraline will be, they're more of a regular production, typically a regular production for us. And we're, we're good. We're pretty much stocked up right now. So do you have any hopes to make the Especial and Padrino a regular production cigar? What, what is keeping that, those lines from becoming? Well, okay. So this is the thing. All right. The, the, you know, it, we have now as a boutique, you know, I guess what we call everybody pulls up. We don't like that, but boutique, you know, brand or whatever. We have a lot of, I mean, blends. If you really think about it, you know, we have nine. nine now we're coming out with something new, which we'll talk about. It's going to be 10 blends, you know? So, you know, um, and then we have to run accordingly to, to what's selling and what, you know, so, you know, obviously we put a big order in, <laughs> Of Padrino and Special, but we're even looking now. We're like, shit. We don't even know if that's gonna be enough. Maybe we should have tripled it. You know, like <laughs> so, like you know, like. But at the time, double was which was when we put the order in. You know, six seven months ago, that double would have been enough. Now it's like, all right, now it might not be enough. So, you know, the, it, it, it's it's a learning curve every single time, man. Unless you have endless money now. If I if we had the amount of money that Fuente had, and I can go spend, you know. Hundred, you know, fifty thousand at one, you know, seventy-five at another one, another hundred. Then if I had, you know, two hundred fifty thousand of expendable liquid money to spend, that would be, be a different story. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. even so, even you know, if it so just came out 50, once a year, you know, we would have it for yeah, the whole year. You know, yeah. like yeah. we're taking fifty, a hundred thousand, flipping it to make more, and then you know, using it right away to make more of something that we already ran out of that we thought we were, you know. So, you know, it's a it's a little different, you know. Um, as I'll far as you like 20 bucks let's <laughs> let's make this happen huh. cool. <laughs> Bro, add, a, add a couple zeros on there we'll be good yeah, add, add, yeah, yeah. <laughs> add, yeah add, so, i mean you know Man. so i mean listen just to give you an example you know between you know just to give you an example we've we've got what twenty thousand cigars coming in and those are going to be gone right yeah so they're, they're all accounted for them you know it's you know what are you gonna do so, what are we gonna do yeah. Well, and yeah, you guys, have, you, we'll you guys have run into the same, you know, we've heard from everybody 
you know, supply chain issues, whether it's bands or boxes, yeah. you know, and yeah. you guys run into the same problems, I assume. Same, same thing. That's what I'm saying. Where at one point we had to like, all right, we got to wait. We can't yeah. sell. We got to like, all right, let's chill out. Let's, let's, you know, make sure everyone's good. I don't know what's going on, but we almost had to you, literally not sell. We, don't like we get, didn't have anything to sell. We don't want to get to a point where we're promising things that we can't deliver on. And yeah. we try yeah, not right, to right, do that. Right. I mean, we go off of what we're told and what, you know, and, and then, and it's not to say that our factory partners or, you know, aren't solid with us or we don't have good communications with them, but shit happens with them too over yeah, there, sure. you know? Uh, so, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, this is a, you know, that, what do they say? 300 hands, man, touch those cigars. This exactly isn't, right. you know, this is, I'm, we're not, you know, me and Jeff are on a one man show as far as running the brand. Yeah, we are. And our blends and, and what we make and, and our, our, you know, our marketing and, and our business decisions, but we need our factory partners, you know, to do their job and be seamless because if there's one little, you know, bump in the road, it affects everything. Up, yeah. You know, so we're not, it's not just what me, you know, and that's what the frustrating part is. You know, that's what gets frustrating, but that's what's part of this business, man. Yeah. That's what almost makes it. And it's part, of, gro it's part it of growing. Challenging. Too. Yeah, it's part of growing, man. It's so organic. It we're very organic. Yeah. Well, like you, you mentioned, you know, a big brand like Fuente or Padron or, or Alec Bradley or, or one of the bigger brands that's out there, you know, when there's volume th to that level, uh, a small hiccup can be absorbed a little more easily when you guys are just yeah. dealing with, you know, uh, lots of, you know, maybe 20,000 cigars at a time or 40,000 cigars at a time. Uh, this well, no, this, that's off of just one production. That's the thing. So, so right. that was just off of this production, 20,000. But you got to yeah. remember, that's off of one factory I'm, I'm working. Yeah, with. Exactly. That's just off of AJ. Then we also yeah. got another, you know, you know, 600, 10, 20,000 cigars we're making with, with uh, cannolis that are being made at the same time at right. Eric's. And then we got another three blends being made at Agonorsa. So now you're adding up all those Add up all those productions at you know thirty anywhere between twenty five and fifty grand a pop depending on what we're getting. You're looking at a hundred, one hundred fifty thousand just in product. Right. You know, <laughs> so you got to have that money, and you still got to have the money to run the company, go to business trips. Do so. You know, we're you know we're 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 making it happen, man. On you know on a blue collar budget, you know, and and, and you know hard work and you know our passion and what we put into this, man. We don't we don't sell out. We're not in anybody's back fucking pocket. You know, it's it's harder that way. It's yeah. you know we could just get an investor and it, but then you know that makes the, you have a whole other set of fucking problems. Yeah, that's, that. So that's, that's so you know we're basically we're basically balling on a budget. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing it. We're we're doing big boy productions, but we gotta we gotta really think about what we can. We gotta really be careful about how we do it if we want to have everything in stock and everything yeah. available. I mean, uh, you know, you, that's why we. I look closely at the reports and I see what's selling and what's not selling, and I'm like, all right, if we're not selling on that, then I'll just dump the money into this. You know, but we have to wait for that. But we need this right now because we need product to sell. Yeah. So, you know, so it's it's a it's like a cat and mouse game, man, all day long, every day. But shit, you know, it's, it keeps keeps it fun too. Keeps so, it yeah. interesting. <laughs> as far as numbers go, what is the U U.S. market getting for Especiale and Padron or Padrino? Mm. Pad, right, Padrino. Padrino. How many boxes? Oh, boxes. Uh, yeah, U.S. market. 
Well, the U.S. market is getting all of them, pretty much. I mean, we're sending a little. There's to, a small to portion Europe. going overseas. Yeah, but but almost all of it's going to be here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you could let me know what uh, what airline that's going out on, just. <laughs> uh, don't wear that shirt. Don't wear that shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead and put gel in your hair. Go ahead and put gel in your hair. <laughs> Go get a fade or something, bro. Maybe, maybe take, maybe take a shower every once in a while. I mean, <laughs> took one last week. Well, it's it's funny because you know a lot of times consumers just assume that, um, yeah. you know that anybody working in the cigar business, you know, is 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 living this baller lifestyle. Like you're, mm-hmm. like you're out there, you know you know, every day driving a Maserati and, you know, eating at the fanciest steak places every night. It's like, that's most people working in the cigar business are, are, are just making their way and, and, mm-hmm. and pushing it each and every day to, you know, get the next sale, get the next account, get the next production. It's a grind, man. It's yeah. a hustle, bro. It's, you gotta, it's hustle. you gotta be a hustler. Being Now, listen, don't get me wrong. We like nice things, and we know how to have a good time. Oh yeah, we yeah. We want to go out and have a good time, you know. Um, when we're when we go, you know, do the PCA. I mean, you guys hung out with us, bro. We like to have a good time, you know. Um, but you know, within reason, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, we, we're, we listen. We're two guys that love tobacco. We love the cigar community. We, we yeah. love, you know, uh, the industry and 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 the passion that goes behind it. Um, we just want to be a part of that and in any way shape and form and we we just want to be a part of uh you know people's rotation we know there's a lot of good cigars out there we're not sitting there saying you know we make the best we're the best and now do i love our cigars do i think we make the best shit yeah of course i mean it's my company (laughs) jeff's company i'm gonna say that but in all honesty you know let's be realistic here there's a lot of great cigars out there in the market man and you know we're just happy to be a part of this industry, be able to come on, you know, on a, on a show like this, you know, and get in front of your audience, talk to them, and have be in the mix. The yeah, we're in the be mix. in the mix, man. You know, we just want to be in the mix and be a part of the conversation. We're in the conversation, you know, yeah. That's it. You know, um, as long as we can maintain that level, you know, uh, for you know, for a long period of time, I think we'll get to to where we want to get to naturally. People will see, man, these fucking guys have been doing their thing for 10 fucking years. They're not part of the fads. They're not doing, like, this weird shit just to get noticed. Like, they're straight-up dudes. You know, they're blue-collar guys. They're, you know, traditional, a little edgy, though, at the same time. You know, yeah. and we like what they're throwing down. They put down quality shit, and we're going to support them, you know. And, and, and I think after 5, 10 years, you know, when you get to that 10-year 10, 10 mark especially, you know, people don't have a choice but to respect you because to be able to stay in this game that long and make a consistent good product, you you got to be able to gain some respect that way. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, you you touched on it a little bit, and and we're gonna we're gonna dig for a little bit more details on the uh, on the new hotness. So what what can you tell us yeah. about what's new and in, in development? So, um, you know, we haven't officially announced anything. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, there probably will be more of a uh, formal press release or whatever. Formal press release yeah. eventually, but um, during this time, the past year, we were talking about you know we had some production delays, selling out too quick. Um, we're very close with, and these guys are dear to my heart because they've been in, they've been good friends of mine for the past ten years. Um, is uh, Martinez Cigar Factory in Manhattan? 
Jesus and uh, David. And um, Chris and I were talking, like, you know, we, uh, we, we have to come up with, a, like, a plan B almost. And we, we want to make a new product. You know, we want to come out with something new. Obviously, we have to eventually. And um, we kind of came to the conclusion that, look, let's go back home. Let's go back to New York. Jesus and those guys at Martinez are always willing to help us out since day one, since before, since I had this little dream of wanting to get in the industry. Uh, and um, we went back up there, talked to them, and worked out a blend. And uh, we're going to be making a, a new line out of Manhattan, New York City. Nice. So I'm smoking it right now, actually. And we're, the plan is to release it at uh, the TPE next year. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's got to be a different, you know, set of challenges logistically because, you know, it's it's anytime you're working with a U.S. factory, you know, labor costs are higher, things like that. So, what? How does yeah. that change the process? We know a guy. We know a guy. Well, we well, here's the other thing, though. So we have a relationship with these people, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And that it's always different. Helps. Yeah. It's, it's different. So we're not getting beaten over the head. They're they're gonna they're gonna. Do it's fine. Gonna We're gonna do fine. Everybody. Gonna Everybody's gonna be everybody. happy. And yeah. the great thing about this cigar is um, what we're planning on is that it's gonna be readily available, and uh, anyone we do after with them, um, the whole series is gonna be readily available to the market. Nice. nice. And, so, and that's what so we need. So just to add on to that, so. So basically, the whole thing is we wanted to do something different. And what we were obviously just talking about, Garrett, you know, before with some of the logistic issues when you can't get product, how it hurts sales. You know, listen, at the end of the day, it's not our fault, but the customers don't give a fuck. Our name's on the box, okay? So, yeah, it's our, you know, it's at our the fault. Day, it's our fault. Whether, <laughs> you know, it's whether it is or it isn't. It's our fault. So, you know, so what, what we came up with was like, listen, we need to be able to have more control. Number one, we're from New York, all right? That's, that's our home. What? Obviously. You guys you know, are so, yeah. yeah. So so it kind of it kind of goes with our Alabama. vibe anyway. We have a relationship <laughs> with these people. They're one of the oldest, if not the only, I think the only one left in New York. I mean, you know, Jesus's father started the place fucking almost 60 years ago. It's been a, so yeah, it's been like So it's got years. history, you know, it's got history. It's it, it speaks our vibe um and and it, it you know it, it's a it's a way for us to fill in the holes where if we're like listen we don't have padrino special right now but we have something else we have something else that we could offer you that is just as good from a different factory i mean you know jesus got some really good tobacco from you know placentia from oliva so, so you know we were able to go up there really you know mess with some of the blends like put our hands on the tobacco right there and it makes it like a lot easier, man. If there's a problem, boom, I could, we can make a phone call. Hey, Zeus, make, make another, you know, 5,000 sticks. No problem. You know, and we can get them packaged and get them rolled out. We don't have to deal with customs. We don't have to deal with S-chip. We don't have to deal with a lot of things, you know, and it works well, out good it's for, almost, for everybody. It's almost easier in a sense. Yeah, for sure. But don't you, then isn't one of your obstacles labor cost? We, hey, got we, know, yeah. right. yeah. <laughs> we got that figured out. All right. Yeah. We got that figured out. Okay. So, so I will out. say, I will say the cigar will retail for what, Chris? Like 13, 14? 13 to 13. Yeah, that's 15. In that that is. Yeah. So I mean, nothing very, crazy. Yeah. It's, you know, we want to keep it under $15. And, 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 you know, it goes with, that's what I'm saying. It goes, with, we're, we're both from, that's our home. It's an homage to our, to our home. 
It's yeah. made in our home. It's not like it's made like the scar is made in New York and one of the oldest. So just the story of the cigar itself. Listen, these two guys, they're from New York. They met in the Carolinas. We're, we're making a cigar to pay homage to where we're from. We're making it with the only cigar and oldest cigar factory left in New York. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's going to be called the Amendola uh, NYC series. So everything coming out of that factory moving forward will have an Amendola NYC band on it, and then it will have a name of that cigar. So, like, I'm going to drop it, Jeffy. The name of this, the name of this one, because it's... You heard it here. You heard it here. You heard it here. This one, because of, uh, you know, uh, Martinez being off the West Side Highway on, uh, I think, I believe it's 27th Street, right off the West Side Highway in New York. Uh, yeah. We're going to, yeah, we're going to name it, we're going to name this one, one uh, the West Side Highway. I the West Side it. Story. Sorry. That's, the West Side dope. Story. <laughs> West Side Story. Yeah. West Side Story. Yeah, that's the West dope. Side Story. I love that. So we're going to, you know, and that also pays homage a little to, to Uptown Washington Heights, the Latino community. That's what that, you know, the West Side yeah. West Side Story, you know. So it kind of all goes goes in with, a, you know, with, with what we're trying to do. Something a little different, too. So the band yeah. works different. You'll see. It's, yeah, it's going to be nice. The, um... How this happened though originally was I totally blanked out on this, but um this actually started because we did a uh, we got a have you do you guys know about the connoisseur club for smoking? Oh, yeah, days? yeah. Yeah. So last year Abe asked us to do uh January or February uh twenty twenty two. And ironically we did this was the blend that we did. Oh yeah. But we did it with Martin yeah, we did it with Martinez. Um, because it had to be a new blend, um, oop, tobacco that we haven't really worked with, or in a sense, and um, and no bands, and it got rated, and it was one of the high highest rated cigars of that month. And that's we only lost like, by right, like a point. We lost by one point, actually, the fucking yeah. one. But then, um, busting his balls on his fucking song, <laughs> fucking guy, man. The um, uh, what was it? Yeah. Oh no no who who is it Kevin Shane he yeah, rated Kevin, he does a rating yeah. he rated us the highest the yeah. people when the people voted the club rated it yeah the club club rated it yeah we lost like by one point second. to the fucking one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, after that happened we we're like hey let's, this could be a thing let's go back to New York and really make yeah. a cigar a cigar you know add it to the lineup and so that we, that tech plan that you're smoking right now is that yeah. are are you pretty much settled on the final the final oh, this, this is what this is what it is this okay is right is. on right on it's a um it's a san andre maduro wrapper on a torpedo um has an indonesian binder and a nicaraguan filler very nice i love it and I, I i love seeing you know some of those stories like this where where something's different coming out you know, uh, from a from a factory in in Manhattan, which you don't see a yeah. lot of, no. and and seeing that people you know across the country are going to be able to get their hands on a, you know a cigar that was that was you know uh, that that has a story that that goes outside of and not that cigar stories are boring, but it's always fun adding something new. Oh, it's different. Them. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. That's and, the, that's and, the and, and it's point. us. And, 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 it's us. It's it fits it fits our obviously yeah. our vibe, and not on top of that, man. Like you know, like to be able to say that we, you know our cigar, we have a cigar that is made in New York. You know, like it's not that. made overseas. It's it. made, 
You know, not a lot of, I mean, not a lot of people could say that. And it also, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, fulfills the purpose of being able to be able to bring more product to the market and fill in some of the gaps of some of the holes that we have, you know, in our production times with our other factories. And, and you know, listen, it's going to, all it's going to do is add more to our portfolio. Because that's one thing yeah. you could say too. Listen, we're a younger brand. You know, we blend the size. That's all that we do that different. We use three, now four different factories. You know, yeah. um, some of them, some of them, the, the best in Nicaragua, now one in New York. Uh, we're talking to another one even outside of that, maybe in Honduras for, for other stuff. So yeah. I think we do things a little different for a smaller brand. I mean, a lot of smaller brands and not, not comparing ourselves to nobody because we don't like to do that. We are who we are. Um, but like, you know, they usually have one or two, maybe three, three blends. It's all coming out of the same factory. You know, I mean, that's a lot easier. You know, you know how much easier I'd make my fucking life if yeah, I only had to deal lot. with one factory? It's a lot Are you easier. kidding me? <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. and three blends? Yeah. Instead of dealing with three blends on one factory, three blends in another factory, two blends in another factory, another two blends in another factory. I mean, yeah. you know, that's a lot of work. It's a lot. For me. But, it's a lot. But, but I, do, I do it and we do it because we want to be able to bring different flavors and different, you know, uh, renditions like look at that he's smoking a mexican san andreas right now i'm smoking one of our cigars the cannoli red that's a Me mexican san andreas too this cigar tastes nothing like our new completely cigar different cigar right right you know what i'm completely saying completely different cigar you know and, we also and, have that it makes us diverse it makes diverse, our lineup diverse. You know? yeah we you know, every blend <laughs> each factory you know it, they they change they have their own uniqueness oh yeah because so of fermentation it, it makes our whole line different. You know, the tobacco is different. The, the the region it comes from is different. It's all, you know, so just because it's the same leaf doesn't mean, and it doesn't mean it's going to taste the same. You know, it's, it's, it's right. different. It's fermented different. It's different factories, different. man. Yeah. Different tobacco that. fields, different, you know, so that all comes into play. And I think us being able to do that, even though, honestly, it's more of a pain in the ass um, and it's a lot more work logistically. Um, in the long run, even though customers right now because we're still feeling some growing pains might be a little aggravated if they can't get the product right away in the long run, it's going to be better for them. And they're going to appreciate it long when we get it a hundred percent, like a well-oiled machine. Um, you know, it's going to be better for everybody, the customer, you know, bringing variety to the table. It's going to be better for the retailer. Uh, you know, it's going to be better for everybody. You know, we're trying to bring the best. We're not just, a uh, Copping out and say, well, you know what? This will be easier just to do here, and we're just do everything here, and we're not really gonna try to make things more difficult. You know, we make things more difficult on purpose. Pressure makes diamonds, man. You know, so, <laughs> you know. Well, so. if I had if I had more of these padrinos, I would rub this on my body. I, <laughs> you guys, I that would love that it. would help. That would help. It would. <laughs> I love this cigar. So is. I have a question for you. Oh, yeah? Is it time? Oh, it is time. Are you sure? I'm positive. All right. It is time for this week's Numero de los Muertos. And as always, Numero de los Muertos brought to us by our friends at Smoke In.
All right. Numero de los Muertos, episode 179. Garrett, what do you have for us this week? So this week I'm going back to statistics because we have a a cool contest going on. One of our uh, uh, local guys, good friend of ours, Daniel Sinel, we call him Big Bear. Big Bear! Put out a contest in our local um, Minnesota Herf Connection Facebook page. Uh, basically saying if uh, if you guess uh, the closest number that I'm going to throw out today, he's going to give uh, people a five-pack. And he'll go an extra mile if uh, you're in the comments on live. That's um, right. But that's, uh, that's for local people only. Um, and I'm throwing this out there for our local Minnesota peeps. How about that cigar is going to throw in additional fiber? from my personal stash so love it there's an extra five for you guys so garrett what what's uh what's the story this week all right this is a number that uh so this thing kills 540 people a year globally the tax a taxi cab no, no, not. you can't. Ed. You can't guess. It's for the yeah, he can. yeah, you guys can guess. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, five hundred forty people a year on average. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. No, no, it's not a lot. Is this just worldwide, the U.S.? You said no, globally. Globally. That's worldwide. That's a small number. That's a small number. I'm out. Shark attack? No, 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 no. People don't get killed. That many people get killed. No, it's about one and a half people a year is in it, the U.S. Is it disease-related? It is not disease-related. It is not snake mm. bites. Okay, so it's a natural. It's like a, a disaster. It's like uh, a. It's it's like getting hit by a car or something, right? It's not like, it's like a tsunami. Sickness. It's a tsunami. Yeah, okay. It's a wave. Yeah. Uh, getting close. Uh, it is not a recreational activity. It is not it's a volcano. Activity. It is a volcano. Get the fuck oh, out. oh shit! Wow. Seriously, five hundred forty people a year. Five hundred. So wow, yeah. I don't know that many people die a year of a fucking volcano. Right? Really? Not, not Dude, some shit. I would have never thought that. Here's some crazy statistics. Over twenty nine million people worldwide live within six point two miles of active volcanoes. Damn. No shit. That puts them right in the middle of kill zone. Um, and uh, here's another super crazy. So do you guys know the most deadliest volcano eruption in, in modern times that we know of? Modern times? Yeah. Mm. Which is uh, 1500 AD uh, and sooner. Vesuvius. Vesuvius. Nope. No. That was uh, ancient. Um, not Mount Saint. I feel like I know this. I feel like I know this because I, for some reason, I I don't know why. Well, I definitely don't know this. Was it in? Was it in your? I remember reading it. I remember reading it. It was not in your. Sure you do, pal. uh, Sure you do. No, it's it's weird, but like random (laughs) facts. Yeah, (laughs) this is a weird one. I don't know why I knew that. She only has the V encyclopedia. I love it. <laughs> um, it's not in Europe? No. Is it in 
Central South America. No. Is it in Italy? It's not in Europe, you said? No, it is in Indonesia. Oh, Indonesia. Justin over there with the big brain. Check out the big brain. He's on his phone looking it up. Yeah. (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) He's on his phone looking it up. Justin, do you know it? Indonesia. Can you come up with the no. volcano that's in Indonesia? I if can't. I say the name, you're going to know it. Oh, you, really? Uh, I, Not Kilimanjaro. That's India. Um, it is Krakatoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Never so, would have guessed that. I didn't so, know oh, that Krakatoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Krakatoa. Yeah, you, were, you remembered that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, think I dated her. Oh, in, I think yeah, I dated her in high that. school. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they got volcanoes over there. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. volcano killed 36,000 people. But do you know what killed them? Stampede. Uh, suffocation. Mm-mm. Not the lava? lava nope. not, not lava. Buried in not ash. ash. Not the ash. Getting away. I don't know. No sunlight? Nope. The smell. The, the smoke. The... Nope. Not the fumes. Not the ash. Hmm. What? The tsunami it created. What? I said the tsunami. Didn't I say tsunami? You did say you did tsunami say and tsunami. I said that you're getting close. That's why I knew it was a thing because I remember that. I yeah. don't remember where so it was. It was the tsunami that actually killed 36,000 people. Oh, shit. What year was that? 1883. Oh, yeah. I remember that year. I know you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was 100 years before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> I was only two, but I remember it. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was surprised that that many people lived within That's a lot. Six point I mean twenty nine million people lived basically six miles. Well, the last time the last time I was in Nicaragua, a, it was it was less than two weeks after I left Nicaragua, and this was January of twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and less than two weeks later, uh. One of the, because the, there are quite a few active volcanoes in Nicaragua, and one of them, yeah, there was a minor eruption, uh, le- like ten days after I left Nicaragua. So I, I thought, well, kind of creepy. Dodge the bullet there. I, Iceland's got volcanoes too, because there was that yeah. years ago. There was that big eruption that sent this ash cloud over over like France and Spain, and people couldn't fly out of there because of the the visibility and the ash in the air. Um, do you know what area has the largest amount of active volcanoes? Well, is it, is it, is it the Hawaiian islands? Mm-mm. Hawaii, right? No, no. It's on Hawaii. Nope. Um, largest amount of active. Yep. Um, that I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Alaska. What? Really? really? I never I no get idea. That. I, I didn't even know they had volcanoes out there. Yeah, oh, I didn't know they had any. Wow. Yep, and most of them are underground. Most of them aren't doing big eruptions, but the most active volcanic region is Alaska. That's nuts. I never would have guessed that. No, sure. no, never in a million years. So that was this week's Numero de los Muertos. All right, let's jump into the lightning round this week. And the lightning round brought to us by our friends 
at J.C. Newman Cigar Company. They are America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or their visitor experience, visit jcnewman.com. All right, so we got some fresh lightning round questions for you guys since uh, you were on the show before. So I'm going to yeah. oh start boy. Chris on this Here we one. Go. Oh, boy. Here we go. So, Chris, Great. who was your number one celebrity crush when you were a kid or a teenager? Oh, that's the Jeter, man. That was a big, you know, 96, no, like, 97 no, Yankee crush, Jeter, man. Crush, crush. You had a crush, crush on Jeter? <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I mean, hey. What, hey. Are you, what are you? What are you, a fanook? I mean, if that's if hey, if that's how you roll, bro. Judge my favorite celebrity, like my favorite celebrity. Not favorite. No, no. Somebody you had a crush on. Somebody you had the hot score. Had a crush on Gita. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot to unfold here. I mean, he is a beautiful man, but now he's gonna say Betty White or something. Yeah. Does it? Well, no. I'm. Well, this is okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Jessica Rabbit, man. I love Jessica Rabbit back in the day. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. That's a good when answer. I was a little kid, man. I love Jessica <laughs> Rabbit, man. I love it. Jeff, what about oh, you? you go. Jeter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not my go. type. Um, no, it was, it was, it was Mo one. Rivera. Yeah, he liked Mariano. <laughs> that was more his yeah, Mariano Rivera. Well. Yeah, great picture. Um, no, nah, do do uh, the one I can remember would be Jennifer Lopez. Oh, Jenny from the block. Oh, yeah. J Lo. Good choice. Good choice. Always had a crush on. Always had a crush on her. Even in her fifties, she's she's money, man. She's still she's still a smoke. She has that vibe, though. I don't know. I just when I first saw her, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, J Lo. Yeah. yeah. Um. If you could, uh, Jeff, you're going to be first on this one. If you could bring back yeah. any fashion trend. From the past, what would it be? Oh, easy, easy. I bring back the 1920s. Yeah. Oh yeah. What specifically? Where, like a zoot suit? Well, not only the zoot suit, but you know, back then everyone, uh, all the men wore suits. You know what I mean? Like it was normal. Like uh, yeah. Nice shirt, nice jacket, hat. You know, yeah. no matter what they did, they always had a suit. Yep. Yeah. That'd even, be cool. I think it shows uh, respect. Yeah. That'd be cool to see. Absolutely. That room looks like bums. You know, we all look like bums. <laughs> look like bums. This guy right here. Look like unibombs, like that sleep in the woods. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris, what about you? Honestly, I probably have to go with what we just said. I don't want to, you know, pop out and make it easy, but I'm, I'm the same way, man. I love the old, as much as I, you know, I'm tatted up and I got my, you know, modern ways about me. You know, I still, that old uh, traditional shit comes out, you know, growing up. And I, I love that old 1920s, 30s style. You know, I, I would love to you know, see that. I love when I can wear a three-piece a three piece suit, you know, like when yeah. I can rock. You see my wife. She's like, you're like a little, when I get to go somewhere, I'm like, oh, I can rock my three-piece, you know. <laughs> like, because, you know, not a lot of people do that anymore. So, yeah. Um, you know, back then, like what Jeff was saying, it just, it just you know, that whole era was just class, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I love the idea of uh, the next event we do up this this way, Jeff. We yeah. do a uh, we do a 1920s night. 
All the gals dressed like flappers. See how he says just Jeff? He doesn't even say Chris. I don't even get a fucking invite anymore. Look at that. Well, I don't even get the fucking invite from him. Chris, he's you're like, coming. Because we got to oh, see, see now. Are you, are you, here's, the, here's the question. Are you going to come, Chris? I will come. How about the, I will come? I will All right. Come. You're going to come to Minnesota come. in February? No, when whenever when is this event? Hold on a second. Make sure it's in the, make sure it's in the summer. It's got to right? be between April and September. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll make do sure it when it's, it's nice. We'll do it when it's nice yeah. up here. I think I think that'd be a great idea though. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Gatsby theme, fresh hand rolled cigars. Everyone come out looking nice. You know? Honestly, I always want oh, to go. Oh, it's a caraway club. Oh. I've never been out there. We so got the perfect. I'd we got the perfect place for it too. Perfect. Little speakeasy yeah. place. There's this awesome speakeasy yeah. place. There's a tailoring shop, a grooming shop. It's like oh. old, old, old school, like walking back in time, bespoke kind of. It's I love it's that. A, it's a great spot. Jeffrey, you get your shoe shine. You get your shoe. Your shoe shine. I'm going. You know I'm going to do it. There nice. you go. My shoe shine. Go. I'm going to get a lineup. We'll make yeah, it happen. Go. Hmm. I like it. All right. I'm in. Chris, what's up? The zombies are coming. Oh, <laughs> okay. Shit. All right, three cigar industry people to be on your zombie apocalypse survival team. Who do you pick and why? (laughs) Oh, shit, man. Well, Jeff is one, right? Mm -hmm. I count my partner, obviously, is the first one. Uh, the second one, now who can live together and we die together? Who can run faster between the two of you? Well, right now, I can obviously. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that, pal, but all right. <laughs> I'm good with a bow so. and arrow, too. I'm good yeah. with a bow and arrow. There you go. Uh, but but uh, obviously, Jeff would be one. Then I would probably, you know, who else? Uh, pro- probably, actually, Brian Matola. Oh, you, that was mine. <laughs> I'm going to say Brian Matola. I love it. And... I don't know. It'd be a cross between. A cross. <laughs> it'd be between either. I, I would have to. I don't know. It would have to be like a toss up between. I guess what Juan Cancel, what? or uh, <laughs> or uh, I don't know. Mike Kirklocks. There you go. Mike Kirklocks. Nice. There you go. Nice. He's All right, Jeff. Show, I'm gonna go with obviously Chris. Um, I was gonna say Brian Matola because he's just that type of guy that's like, fuck it. Uh, and I'll go with Juan Cancel. There you go. Solid teams. I'm yeah, good cool. teams. Yeah. Um, a good time. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. That's a good time. All right, let's uh, let's jump into this week's notable smokable and as always notable smokables brought to us by our friends at luciano cigars notable cigars notable passion notable purpose uh so you guys know this each week we name a cigar that we smoked recently that was notable to us it could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we smoked for the first time in a long time or a cigar we've tried for the first time ever obviously you guys are smoking mostly your own stuff but every once in a while if you get a chance to jump outside of the uh amandola family cigars portfolio is there anything you smoked recently that stood out to you i got one yeah like stood out to me a lot was um handed to me by the man himself it was uh from hvc 
Uh, oh, Rainier Lorenzo. Rainier Lorenzo handed me one. A brand new green box. I think it's the Selection. I don't even know if it's out yet. I think it, I think it just came out. But man, that cigar was fantastic. Stood out. Nice. nice. It was great. I told him it was an awesome cigar. Corona nice. size. Yeah, delicious. Out of his yeah, new he, factory. He makes good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Great cigar. What about you? Um, honestly, uh, it's not really usually in my wheelhouse because I usually do like darker, like like that HVC. Actually, Jeff, I just smoked that this uh, last you? night. It was very good. Yeah, good cigar. Great cigar. Yeah, it was Stay a really out. good cigar. Um, but that's more of my my flavor profile. But I have to say, recently I I actually smoked uh one of uh Mike's cigars, the Ferio Tego, the um, what was it? It was the Generoso. Oh yeah. Bro, it was a really good that's cigar, good. man. That's a good cigar. You know, like yeah. it, it, it's it's weird because I know it's more Nat Sherman, the Davidoff, where it's like more of that sweeter and you know it's usually more Dominican floral, tobacco, so floral, floral and lighter. And that's what I, I had it with actually, um, a, a Cristalino, uh, tequila. Yeah. And uh, man, it was it was just it just paired so good with it. it was, I was very impressed. It was a great cigar. So shout out to Mike with a uh, Mike Herglock because that was a really good. Good smoke. He gave it to me actually when when we were down there at the smoke in. I still had it in my my uh, humidor. I was like, "Fuck it, man. Let me try something yeah. know, different this week." And uh, I was very impressed. It was a very good cigar. Nice. So, yeah, that was legit. Garrett, what was yours this week? The cigar that stood out to me uh, the most this week was the um, Aladino Corojo Reserva Number no. Four. Good cigar. Uh, so it's their limited release that they do every year, and it's the Reserva in this uh, Corona. I've got one for you. Oh. Is it a box press? Is it a box it's press? Not, no, it's no. not the box. It's not a box press. It's it's round, okay. um, and it is stupid. Nice, good, nice. Wait, is that the one, the Aladino with the red band? Does it have a red band on it? The A with the red behind. The lettering it? is red, I think. No, the it, so it's uh, brown and yellow. Oh, brown and yellow. Okay. With the white um, uh, tissue paper. The the one with the red is the the Cameroon. Correct. That's okay. Yeah. That one's also fantastic. Yeah. You know what? I've had that Corojo one. That I do. Uh, that is a very good cigar. Actually, I can. I remember where I got it. I got it at Mom's Cigar in Yonkers. Actually. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Remember when we were up there at Mom's? Mm -hmm. That's what, and that's what, and that because I remember I really good cigar. In Aladino, it's right, brown and yellow. It had the white tissue paper on it. It was yeah. a Corojo. Yeah. That was good very. Cigar. That was a good cigar. I've had that before. That was a good cigar. So, uh, I don't remember when it was, but mine was was the Blackwork Studio. They make they've got the series, mm. the limited series that that are the like the barber pole. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh and one of them, the newest one is called the Tiger Lily. The torpedo. The torpedo. No, it's, it's not torpedo. It's a it's just a, a Toro. Um mm. but they got they first they did like the neon tiger and then they did the Shere Khan and this this newest one's Tiger Lily and it's more Connecticut forward. Uh Connecticut okay. shade forward. And I just smoked it this morning, actually, and the cigar is legit. I mean, it's it's not just beautiful because of all that barber pole, those different wrapper leaves on it, but the, the flavor of the burn was just killer. Really nice morning cigar. Super mild. Listen, I, 
I've been a big proponent. You know, I'm, I'm a brand owner. You know, Jeff knows this, but I've always loved from the jump. He knows when he met me, black black label, black yeah. works, black label trading. I love because they make you know they make stronger cigars, which is all definitely in my wheelhouse. You know, a lot of the shit that, you know James Brown makes is is uh got some kick to it you know the killer bee the green hornet oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. you know all the, uh what is it uh those are good yeah. the, boon, like the, the boondock saints i don't know if yeah, you guys yeah, ever yeah. had the boondock saints has an awesome cigar the morphine is an awesome cigar so you know shout out to them man they you know blackworks put out some puts out some great cigars so no yeah. doubt about it especially if you like more bold in your face you know firecrackers man they they oh, got yeah, so, yeah. sure so that was this week's Notable Smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Please visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. So let's hit you guys with some coming attractions that we have in the next few weeks. And they are brought to us by our friends at AJ Fernandez. They now produce unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The AJ Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. So next week on the show, uh, we have a returning guest for his second appearance on How About That Cigar Live. On the 14th, we have none other than Dave Garofalo from Two Guys Smoke Shop. And, uh, I mean, from the uh, the Cigar Authority podcast, he's he's one of the biggest names in the cigar business. Great dude. So happy to have him back on the show next week. Uh, and then at the end of November, on the 28th, we have Tim Osgener from Osgener Family Cigars. Uh, and excited to, we've gotten a little bit of the story from some of the other folks at crown heads, but excited to get the story directly from him on him getting back on the horse and back into the cigar business, uh, full time. So that is what we have coming up. Uh, so Jeff and Chris give our viewers and listeners, where's the best place for all of them to keep up with everything you guys have going on with Amadola, uh, family. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, our Instagram page, we're very active there post a lot of our events, um, product and everything, you know, we follow us on Instagram at Amendola Family Cigars as well as Facebook. Uh, we are actually, I'm in the process of revamping some of the Facebook where we're going to, um, we have an event group on Facebook, but we're going to change it into more of a community group for people that love and want to support and follow Amendola Family Cigars. So go to Facebook and do that. And uh, stay tuned for that coming soon. And uh, AmendolaFamilyCigars.com. Nice. Well, guys, thank you so much for being back on the show, for returning guests on episode 179. Always great to talk to you. And uh, we wish you the best as uh, this year closes out. And we hope that uh, 2023 is even better than 2022 was for you guys. Well, thank you guys for having us, man. And and shout out to you guys for always having our back, man, uh, from the jump and all your supporters and taking the time to to listen to what me and Jeff have to say and and, uh, have the interest in in what we're doing. Uh, We're not going to stop. We appreciate all you guys. Uh, You know, stay humble. Don't forget where you come from, man. That's our motto. Uh, We're we're, we're working hard day and night to try to to try to bring to you uh, the best that we that we can um so stick with us we ain't going nowhere and uh we'll see you on the next one man we'll see you on the next thank one thank you guys you. thank you guys right appreciate it all absolutely yeah we'll see you guys at tpe we will for yeah. sure man absolutely. for sure
Absolutely. With this. Yes. 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 So listen, yes. with the padrino, we'll have padrinos, padrinos. <laughs> we were All trying right, to put so. something special together for to, for PCA, but we'll talk about that another time. We'll see. Might All have right. something special at our booth this year. Love it. So. Love it. All right, guys. Very Thanks, cool. Guys. Thanks, guys. So for our viewers and listeners, guys, thank you so much for watching live on Facebook and live on YouTube. And if you're listening on the audio podcast, of course, thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate all your support. If you guys have questions, you can email us on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Be sure to follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, until we see you next time, burn cigars, not bridges. See you guys. Thanks, everybody.